0: He says, better that a millstone be tied around your neck, and you be thrown into the sea. Verse 70 he says, more unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs that offenses come, but more unto the ones that it do come. And, and we're going to start right there. When you read Revelation, you see that all these things are going to happen. It's, it's not a, a, a maybe, or it could, or it should. These things are going to happen. So, we have to go through all of this, but what he's saying is don't you get involved in none of it. We got to go through it all, but don't you be the cause of none of it. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. Let's go ahead and start uh, new. We're starting at verse 8 uh, today. Somebody go ahead and start reading that paragraph for me, which really I guess is just, uh, let's see, offering by who was wanted to offer. Uh, go ahead and put 10 with that, 8, 9, and 10. Wherefore if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee it is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Mm.
1: And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life with one eye, rather than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire. Isn't that so? Take heed that ye despise not one of
0: these little ones. For I say unto you, that in heaven their angels will always Behold the face of my father which is in heaven. See? Now, thank you so much, John. See? Yeah. Now let's talk about, let, let, let's read real quick and count how many times in three verses, how many times did he mention hell or the hell fire?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: See? So now I'm 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 pausing here because uh today's church don't really teach the people the other side. Of God, Amen. Now, the Bible talks about uh, if 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 we get into something, if your right foot offend you, he says, best you cut, go ahead and just cut it off. Now, this is pretty uh, horrendous language that he's using, and these are definitely allegories. These are definitely uh, examples. Now, Christ is not suggested in any type of way self mutilation. That's not what he's talking about. So we don't want to take this uh, cutting off literally. Uh, at the same token, at the same token, he's em- he's emphasizing the seriousness of it. So now I- I'm gonna say this: I do believe that if something has taken us that far. I do think he do mean it literally. Okay, let, let, let's check it out. So he says it's better for thee to enter into life uh, hope or may rather than having two hands and two feet, you're going into hell anyway. Two hands and two feet ain't going to do you no good in hell. So whatever it is that's causing you to stumble or to make someone else stumble, because remember, we're still talking about offenses now one thing that our Bible does us a disservice with is chapter breaks and verses because sometimes and even just like I said let's read the paragraph and sometimes you'll stop reading but the thought goes on so he's really still talking about offenses if your right hand or your right foot offending cut it off because it's better let's go to verse 9 he says And if thy eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee, it is better for you that you would go into life, he talking about eternal life, with one eye, rather than having two eyes and going to hell. Mm -hmm. And like I say, the church today don't even really talk about hell much. Everything is grace, And, and listen, when I say these things, I'm not diminishing or depleting the message of God's grace, by no means am I trying to do that. Except we have to understand, There is a finality of what is going on here on earth. There's an end to it. Our our scripture in uh, Romans chapter 11 where he's talking about being grafted in. He said only until the full number of Gentiles can come in. Right here he's talking about the hellfire. So we know that there's an end. Matthew 24 talks about uh, when the end shall come. So we know that life as we know it now, that's an end to this.
3: And we really need to teach the people,
0: and not only teach the people this, we need to be preparing the people for this earth.
4: Saying what I've what I been saying lately, don't trade in for the, don't trade in the little, little for the big, being. Be. Be little for the beer, yeah. and, and we're doing that.
0: Some things we're getting into that don't amount to a hill of beans, and we forfeited, we're putting ourselves in a position to forfeit eternal life to make sure we have fun, entertainment, and enjoyment for these little 60, 70, 80 years if you're lucky on earth. And what James say, what the book of James say, what life is like a what? Life faith here for a minute well. and what
5: it. it's gone yes sir you also have like i said when you're reading this stuff you have to go back into that time period mm-hmm. when people stole they cut their hands off you know usually you lose body parts for things that you be so he's also using something like we always say he uses stuff that they understand that if you keep robbing stealing you can lose a hand you know so like we always say you got to look at the the culture and everything around that, and then see that they understood what Yeshua was saying. That's right. And but
0: I really, I really glad you said it the way you said it. Mm-hmm. Let's not do, let's not trade in. Amen. Be very confident in the way of all times of your salvation and, and, and your eternal life. And sometimes we do. You know, we talk we talk about uh, how we see each other in the grocery store. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna say, hey, pastor, hey, deacon, hey, elder, amen? Because, now I, I don't know about y'all, I ain't gonna put that on y'all, but sometimes I forget who I am, mm-hmm. who I'm representing. Mm-hmm. And I go around town doing some stuff I ain't got no business, especially when you think ain't nobody looking. Mm-hmm. But best Mae told me a long time ago, sure. whatever you do outside, somebody saw you. Mm-hmm. So I wanna, I wanna be the type of Christian not, not no over-spiritual Christian, all-holy Roman but I do want to be aware of at all times that i got God's reputation in the palm of my hand. Amen? Okay. Yes,
4: ma'am.
0: Uh, well, I thought, oh, that's your, you're holding your phone, okay. Yeah. Amen, amen. Anything else before we move on? That hell fire, see he mentioned that like three times in three verses, we see uh, everlasting fire. In verse nine, he calls it hell fire. And what other one, that I've seen it three times. Cast thee from the everlasting fire, the hell fire. And he yes. says, Take heed, verse 10, he says, Take heed, ye despise not one of these little ones, for I say that in heaven their angels all always, angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. So let's be aware and cognizant on our Christianity. Or, you know, we like to let people push our buttons and say stuff like, they going to make me put my religion down. Don't let nobody do that. Amen. Because remember in relationship class, we, we had a, a, a segment we call what? Learn how to do
4: what? Using God's spiritual gift. Or hide your
0: buttons. hide your Everybody on your job don't need to know what makes you mad. And on the cool they don't need to know what makes you happy.
4: Because
0: mm-hmm. there, there are people. And I'm sure each of us has somebody in our life like that. If they want to, they can push a certain button and make you go off at any time. Don't don't let people on your job, and and, and, you know, it's okay if your spouse know that, your children, because y'all live together. But but anybody else, they don't need to know what makes you tick. Amen. Let's go ahead and start verse 11. Somebody read for me verse 11 through 14.
4: For the Son of Man is to come to save that which is lost. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. I saw you standing over. So go, oh, no, go ahead. For the Son of Man is to come to save that which was lost. How think ye if a man have a hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, does he not leave the 99 and go get, go into the mountains and seek it, to, seek it that which is gone astray? And if so, be that he find it. Verily I say unto you, he rejoices more that sheep than of the ninety-nine which went not astray. Even so, is it not the will of your father which is in heaven that one of the little ones should perish? Amen. Yeah, that's, why I, got, that's right why I got in the King James, because my Bible don't have eleven.
0: See, this is... This is... Again, now we, we, we had an example last week, we're gonna show another example where these newer versions of the Bible take lyrics. Now the King James has a verse 11, but I'm gonna look at, uh, so the King James, the New King James, the NASB, Amplified, so there's several that does have a verse 11, but the, the NIV, NLT, the NLT, they don't have a verse 11. And look at what verse 11 says. For the Son of Man has come Come to to
4: save that which is lost. Now,
0: isn't that important? That's important. Amen. So be careful reading these newer versions of the Bible. Now, I'm not totally against them. And I know some people that's vehemently against reading these NIVs and NLTs. You know, chap at the He was King James on. He was totally against reading these newer versions of the Bible.
3: For baby Christians, well, it's kind of dangerous to even say this, because they're the ones who read <coughs> But the newer versions of the Bible, they read how we talk. Mm-hmm.
0: And it makes it for a... Un, uh, huh? It does. It gives you better understanding. But with a baby Christian, don't they? shouldn't they know that Jesus came to save that which is lost? Because sometimes the church portrays that Jesus is only here for those of us that saved, that's acting right, that got it all together, which that ain't nobody. <clears throat> so I find this to be a very, very important scripture, verse 11, that was left out of, the, of a lot of the newer translations of the Bible. So I don't want to stay on this too long, but I do. I always like to point this out when we, when we find stuff like this. To let people know, the King James is more difficult to understand because of the Elizabethan and the King's language. At the same token, it's gonna to have everything in it you need. You might have to do a little bit uh, more studying. Amen. Amen. So, uh, verse eleven says, "The Son of Man came to save that which is lost." And everybody in the room said, "What?" Amen.
4: Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Verse 12, he says, "How think thinking if a man have a hundred sheep and one of them go astray, don't he leave the 99 and go into the mountains to look for the one that went astray? So Jesus makes this comment. He says, all that the Father has given me, I shall lose none. And, 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 and really, just to keep it real and to be honest, I'm derelict in my duty. Because I just don't believe in chasing nobody. Now I can go find scriptures that believe that too. Because Jesus told the rich young ruler, He said, "Man, you know the law." The rich young ruler said, "Well, I've been keeping the law since a boy." He said, "Well, sell everything you have and follow me." The Bible say the rich young ruler walked away. It don't say Jesus chased after him. So, but when you look at this scripture, there's there's people uh, who continually drop off from church. Now, a baby Christian. I feel they deserve being encouraged and talked to and, you know, and I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to imply that just because you've been in church a long time, you ain't going to leave one day. Mm -hmm. At the same token, the admonishment that we have, he says, how do you think if a man got a hundred sheep and one leave, he's not going to go try to find that one? And I I got, as the pastor, I have to live under the premise of all that God has given me, I shall lose none. We gotta, we gotta keep the fold together. Amen. 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 Because who does watch this? In the book of Peter, he says that the the, the enemy is like a roaring lion, seeking because who he may devour. Now, who is he gonna try to seek to devour first? Somebody that done what? An animal that has done what?
4: Wait um, yeah. One little away.
0: He over there by himself eating, not even realizing that mama and daddy and all the other cousins, you they over here, the little poor little lamb or whatever animal it is, he been kind of straight off just eating. And and the lion is crouched down, just getting ready to take. Him. So I mean I'm really I, I I I don't mind being honest and telling you some of this stuff convicts me. Amen. Amen. I don't mind telling you. And this, this scripture right here. <coughs> So I personally uh have to do better when especially young Christians just getting in. Uh, and, and and you gotta get the old the old ones that same respect as well, I guess. But when they go astray, somebody should be contacted. Yes, ma'am. Everybody
1: needs needs first. Uh-huh. Um, so be to the older one. Mm-hmm. Well, my question is, how how many times should you go back? Mm-hmm. Because I said something to somebody, and I, I brought it to them in love, and I know I ticked them off. So whereas I still continue to talk, I am gonna bring that thing up. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not going
0: to tick you off Still, so, hey, you know what is, gonna right you ain't got to go right to me, I asked a question a few weeks ago. What is the definition or what is the function in your life of a pastor, of the pastor? And the thing that God put on my heart is spiritual leader or spiritual advisor. But we live in a dispensation to where it don't matter what I say, people gonna do what they want to do. And all I'm doing, and I, I, I. Now, one thing I will kind of pat myself on the back about: when I teach, I got the Bible. I'm teaching you scriptures. I don't come up here telling you what I think uh, some new, new, supposedly revelation knowledge I got from God. I don't do that. I teach you straight out the Bible. And and as the pastor, I, 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 I am a little taken back and dismayed by the fact that. I can come and give you what I feel God has given because the same thing I'm giving you, I'm doing. I don't think I've ever asked you to do or believe any kind of way that I'm not. And as the spiritual advisor or the spiritual leader, you know, what if? well, I just answered my own question. I was gonna say, what if the people didn't listen to Isaiah? They didn't. Mm-hmm. That's why he was one crown in the wilderness. That means right, Everybody was right there, but he felt like he was crying in the wilderness because what nobody missing. So I'd really just answer my own question. I guess that's just part of the life that we receive as pastors and bishops and elders, uh, prophets, is that you speak speaking to the people, but it seems as though, I'm not gonna say nobody, because uh, there are there are all there are all there are those of you uh you take a chance, you take a chance on what I say sometimes even when you don't understand. And and I I, I do want to say that right now because I like giving flowers, but while you're living, and some of y'all do take a chance on what I'm saying. If I say it, you know, oh Pastor Man, God leave it, you'll try it anyway. And one thing I can say is for each of those occurrences, it worked out positively. Now what, what Pastor taught us was the only thing you got to feel for the future is to forget how God deleted you in the past. Well, I'm going to make that more earthly right now and say, if your pastor gave you good advice the last time, don't you think he's giving you good advice?
4: Because
0: if it's not, if we are not your spiritual advisors, what have we become? Your entertainers? Because
3: mm-hmm.
0: basically, that's what it to become. You know, we get up here and we preach, and you know, you're trying all this, and you got you got to you got to pump the people up. You know, you got to prime them up. You know, you 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 you, you know. So it it seems as though sometimes we've been relegated to entertaining. So when it comes to verse twelve, <laughs> the sheep is straying. And the pastor can kind of go reach, but if he's not your spiritual advisor, are you really listening anyway? Amen, I saw, I saw you was getting ready to say something? Yeah, I was gonna
1: say, so the Sabbath rest could be um, found guilty of a lot of things just like any church. But one thing people cannot say is that the word is not being taught to us, the entire world, not just bits and pieces, but the entire word. And when you pay attention to people, you know, I know it's easy to take it personal because it's, it's your job, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if you listen to people sometimes, they're not even following what they say.
0: True that. Let
1: alone what you say. True
0: that. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in the culture, and like I said, it's really been that way all the way through Scripture. And I want to be able to, uh, Bring you the word in such a way that it's beneficial in your life. That's, that's one of my goals as the pastor is to deliver the word to teach you in such a way to where it benefits you. Not just come sit in the room, have class, and then, you know, how do you say about the children going one in out the other? No, I really, I really would love to see this word benefiting us. Now, one example and we're gonna move on. I don't know how many years ago it was, but I presented a debt, a debt-free program to this church. Had it all mapped out how we was gonna do it, everything. And some people still in the same financial position. So what it did, what it did to me, is when the last time we had a financial uh seminar. Oh, that's what it did to me. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong for it. I'm not saying that at all. But if the teacher keep teaching, because what's the what's the other what's the other end of teaching? Learning.
4: Learning. Amen. But learn. and we
0: had those spiritual growth seminars four, five years in a row, maybe maybe six.
4: But well, what's that saying? Learning does not Till behavior changes.
0: Learning ain't happen till behavior changes. That's right. That's right. So, a lot of times, what what a, what a lot of Christians don't understand is because we come to church to get stuff from the pastor. But how many of y'all realize Is one of me trying to feed all of y'all? What what would happen if all of y'all tried to feed me? I'm move on. Amen. 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 And, and what I'm saying is every now and then the pastors need encouragement too. That's what I'm saying. I don't need your money and all that. What I need, what the pastors need every now and then is to let them know that the people is paying attention and they're and they trying to strive and they're trying to grow. That that helps us. That motivates
5: us. Now, the last few weeks when, we, when we've been doing service kind of differently, Man,
0: I've been getting them phone calls. I'm my man church, you know, Pastor Church show was good. I like the way that all the service is. Man, that like got me all I'm all like, hey, I can't wait for Sabbath to get in now. So just remember, the Bible says that the shepherd laid down his life for the sheep. Sometimes the sheep.
4: Yeah, right for the, the shepherd. Amen. 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 So he says in verse 13, he says, and if so, be that he find
0: it Verily, I say to you, he rejoiced more. See, he rejoiced more than the sheep that he that of the 99 which went astray. Verse 14, he says, even so, it is not the will of the father, which is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish, should perish. So the word, the word of God, because no, you know, He's really using an allegory here. He's using sheep and shepherd and, and, and all this stuff, but He's really talking about. Uh, he's using children as well as a, a part of the analogy. And one of these little ones should not perish. The word should benefit. But what does the Bible say? They perish and why? Huh? The lack of knowledge. For
4: lack of knowledge.
0: And and and, and sometimes it ain't that knowledge not being given. Because if the teacher doing his part by teaching, you gotta do your part by what? Learn. That's your part. Don't look. For many, 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 many years, I've mentioned taking notes. Mm Because you need to go home and study and see this stuff and what Participation, support, everything has its place. But to come sit in the room just for support, and, you know, this is what I say about test taking. I'm not impressed. Uh, let me put it this way. For many, many years, we've been calling people smart who know how to read a book and put it back on paper. That ain't smart to me. That shows you know how to retain information for a little while. In other words, you know how to memorize stuff. Now ask that same person who just took the test on Friday over the weekend, ask them some of them test questions on Monday. (laughs) They ain't remember none of them. So when they they didn't learn that information, they memorized that information for the test. But in our Christian walk, we really should be trying to ingest this information. Why? So that we may do what? Grow thereby. Amen? The Christian life should always be one of growth. Watch this. The church should always be one of growth. Amen. The church is a living organism. It should always be one that's looking to grow. If not, if not by adding people, at least by adding on to the uh, spiritual effect, the, the spiritual power, I should say. Amen. 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 All right, let's go ahead. Uh, somebody read starting verse fifteen from it.
5: Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you've gained your brother. But if but if he will not hear, take with you one or more that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. (sighs) keep going. Let's deal with that right there, David. Wow.
0: So in other words, there's a process of handling problems. There's a process. It's fresh on my heart because I I, I I I mean I'm, I'm in one right now. And and had to use this same exact scenario. More brothers, if that brother is caught in a trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault. Now, you know in the class about, uh, I think that was part of a relationship class, too, where we talked about taking offense. Mm-hmm. Well, and just because, something. huh? You did a class on taking offense. Yes. It was just that, yeah. So, sometimes, just because people are willing to give offense, that don't mean that you have to what? Take offense. Take offense. Amen. Just because somebody's trying to offend you, don't mean you have to get offended. Now, what did the, what did the book say? What did the book say when we become offended? What, it, what, what two things happen when you become, when you get offended or get angry was the real term. I think it was in the anger management class. Uh, when do you feel, when do you get angry or offensive? One or two things. When you feel like you're not being
4: heard. I'm trying to think, careful.
0: When when you when you've been dis when you feel that you've been disrespected and when you feel that you're not being heard. And the reason I'm putting emphasis on when you feel, because a lot of times that be us true. <laughs> nobody really offended us, nobody really did nothing but we and our feelings. So you have to put that when you and watch this, it works on the other side too, because can't nobody tell you when you mad. Well, oh, I don't know why you mad. Well, I felt like you wasn't hearing me, and I felt like you offended me. You can't come to me and tell me, oh, I, well, you shouldn't feel that way. However ludicrous or absurd somebody's uh, opinion is, you got to give it credence because that's how they really feel. Amen. And too many times, now I'm going to get on us men real quick. Too many times, men, we laugh off and play off when we hurt our children and our wives' feelings. Oh, you crazy, you tripping! Ah, but that's how they feel. That's how they really feel. So, it does our relationship harm, especially when you do it over and over for 20 years. (laughs) It hurt, It, it, it damages our relationships when somebody's trying to get over to you their viewpoint and you're not hearing them. That's when you get mad. That's what the books say. Nobody can't say... We got okay. So, if somebody offend you, go to them and tell them about it by yourself. Watch this. Man up or woman up. We like to wait till we get in in front of people or get full of that alcohol, and now we go. Now we bad. <laughs> what do you say? Go. How you do it at first? Do what go by yourself and go talk to that person if he or she not trying to add or take away from the word but this this go both ways amen mm-hmm. if the person shall hear you then you can gain the brother in other words let that go listen if you go to somebody y'all talk about it y'all clear the air don't get back on the phone talking about it no more remember what choice said. Talk about it, think about it, think about it, talk about it. Talk about it, think about it, think about it, talk about it. Sometimes we won't let problems die down. Mm-hmm. You keep bringing them up. Every time you get on the phone, or every time you see that person, you gotta bring it up. Remember what you did to me? Or mm-hmm. you're on the phone with somebody else. Now watch this. What's the best way for somebody to go and tell your business? Tell them what? Tell them don't say nothing. Oh, they don't go call that other person. They can fight you. Everybody got somebody they can in. So while you tell them don't go tell, well, you know I ain't supposed to tell. I'm just telling you now. You know you're a girl, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you now. So. Well, they got somebody they going to confide in. Then that person got somebody they're going to confide in. You got a big problem. It's a big problem. My Lord Almighty, the time never lasts. Amen. That's why i See they made a song about that How word travel They still say today in 2022 With all the social media And everything they still say Word of mouth is the best advertising Because it's going to get around Like wildfire So if you talk to somebody That's what part D Uh, That's what part D of this verse means If he shall hear you then you can gain the brother. What he's really saying is, leave that alone. Now y'all are talking about it, y'all to clear the air, act like it never happened. Now, didn't we talk about that last week about forgiveness? No, that was Sabbath in the sermon. Where I was breaking down the word justified. We have been justified. God has made us just as if we never sinned before. Okay. I'ma I'm gonna I'm ask this question number If God can do that for us, can't we do that for each other? Amen. In forgiveness, forgiveness is total restoration. No, we still got that 1970 forgiveness. I forgive, but I won't forget. <laughs> when you need to, the Bible says that God has gone out sins, but To the, the sea. as far from the east as from the west. So that's what the end of this verse says. If y'all have talked about it and y'all have squashed it, let it stay squashed. Amen? Amen. All right, verse 16 he says, but if he will not hear you. Then now you got to go with some witnesses. And the Bible says that everything is established on two or three witnesses. Amen. Well, we don't even like to do that. We just cut people loose. That in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Verse 17 says, and if he shall neglect to hear them, now you got to bring that thing to the church. Now we really don't go that far no longer.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's still Bible.
0: Now, now may, maybe verse 17, may, let, let's see if verse 17 is in the NIV and the L, NLT. We should just take it out and we're not going to do it. <laughs> take it to the church. But if he neglects to heal the church, now you got to treat him like a heathen uh, or a publican. And this word publican uh, is another word for sinner.
5: What the Pastor Smith always teaches—you got to teach them like an unlearned. You got to teach them like uh, like they not in the fold.
0: Because the the premise is, when we come to the church, you should have you should have full honesty. We should we should be able to bring it to the church, and we should be able to squash. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when once it comes to the church, that situation should be dissolved. Is is, is a word gonna, uh, That's not the word I was looking for. But life a better term. We should be able to dissolve all disagreements once that thing comes to the church, because the church should be what. Now remember when we say uh, bring it to the church. Who we who we talking about bringing to? The Lord. Who the church?
4: Us. The people
0: now it may not be the whole congregation it might be a select committee that you have that hear grievances but bring it to the grievance the grievance handles of the church and let's handle this grievance and once it's been handled leave it handled. Amen. But what they're saying is if you bring it to the church and they don't going to hear it well now we got to treat them like they're not even going to it. now notice he didn't say excommunicate because he could have it. now remember first corinthians chapter five huh. paul did say put him out of the church He's sleeping with his dad, his wife, which makes her his mama and his stepmom. Now he did say put that guy out of church. But we do point out by the time we get to 2 Corinthians, he said bring him back in, restore gently. Amen? Amen. I saw a hand way back
4: there. uh, It's
0: like this is uh you look at this kind of stuff, it's by the time you look at this and come to
1: the conclusion that Christ said walk to it's a what's going on right now. Right. In Matthew chapter 23, verse 23, he say, You pay your tithes and to them but you forget the way of the matters of the law. Mercy and justice. Now with mercy and justice, that would change the law of sin and death. Because when you see people in the New Testament committing sins that they got you killed in the Old Covenant, with the grace and mercy, you get to give them repentance. So we just gonna, you know, excommunicate you for a little while. And if you repent, then we'll bring you back in. That's right. So if we look at this right here in Matthew chapter 18, let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter 19. Uh, Start at verse 15. Mm-hmm. It says, one witness shall not rise against a man concerning any iniquity or any sin that he commits. That's right. By the power of two or three witnesses, the battle shall be established. If a false witness rises against any man to testify against him the wrong wrongdoing, then both men in the controversy of the uh, shall stand before the Lord before the priests and the judges who served in those days. Now, you know, under the new covenant, we don't have priests and judges like that, but you have bishops and elders and deacons, and you know, they can delegate these types of battles. Like so, tonight, first Corinthians chapter five is the best we can be really small, really small That's against the law in the chapter clean. They get put to death, but of the new covenant, you still can't do this stuff. But we're not going to put you to death for it. Right. So in verse sixteen it says, If a false witness rises up you testifies against a wrongdoer, then both the man and the shall stand before the Lord before the people and the judges concerning those days. And the judges shall make
3: careful of his inquirer. And indeed, if the witness is a false witness who has testified falsely against his brother, mm-hmm. then you shall do. As he, as he thought you have done to his
1: brother, so you shall put away the evil from among you. And those who remain shall hear and fear, and hereafter shall not again commit such evil among you. So you cut off that evil among you, and everybody else ain't gonna do it. That's right. So we say, Your eye shall not pity. Life shall be for life, eye for eye, two for two, hand for hand, foot for foot. Now
2: in Matthew chapter 5, what Christ says? Hand to hand, foot for foot is what? Eye
1: for eye. So now, he said you can't do that no more, right? So these things are still against the law that they're telling you not to do. But we don't take away that, that death penalty that's at the end of the law of Moses. We're that off because of what he said in Matthew 23 and 23. So the law still stands. That's right. It's just judgment. It's different. And he just outlined it so good. And I'm just like, man, how can you just read this stuff and be like, well, Christ done away with the law? He literally telling you about something from Deuteronomy. From the law. He's not saying don't do it no more. He's still telling you by the mouth of two or three witnesses is a valid establishment. But we're not going to kill this person. We're going to treat him like a pagan or a tax collector. We're going to get him about the church. Because pagans are non-God
0: worship. That's right. We don't That's what the word pagan. means. Yeah. Pagan, heathen. All that means is a people without God. Now, Mama them used to say it like this. Let me shorten it up. Mama used to say it like this. You the a hole for somebody? That it too. Because if they find they find that you came bringing false charges, what you thought was gonna to happen to him is now gonna to happen to you, and that way you cut all that out. But see, these days we live in a society not where you can bring false accusation against somebody. It found out not to be true. Nothing happens to you. Yeah. No. I mean, I was a little boy and knew that. You know, because when we was coming up, you know, not that it's not happening now but you got girls putting babies on people. And you know, the dude in the judge find out, well, the, well, yeah, that's your baby. Well, now you gotta pay all this child support. Well, I think she should pay me something if they find out she was lying. <laughs>
4: Amen. You mean you yeah. just get to say, no, I, that
0: that was my baby, all of a sudden we find out they're and you just get to walk away scot-free and go go, go accuse the next guy? No, she gotta pay too.
3: She gotta
0: pay she gotta pay, she gotta pay too? Good. Because you can't just be bringing false accusations against people. Like I said, I'm kind of dealing with something like that right now this week. And if you, if if it's found out that somebody's bringing false accusations, there should be some type of recompense for them too. Otherwise, and that's what Jay said. That's how you weed it out the camp. If they know they're gonna get punished for bringing a false accusation, it'll it'll make them think twice before they actually do. It. Yes, sir. Well, I do want to point out as
2: well that. Let's say if a brother, like, like if a, if a brother wrongs you, you know, we got a brother friend that we consider a brother. Right. that I agree before the church. But mm-hmm. the brother friend ain't going to come just to conduct that thing to us. We just have to understand oh, who the yes.
0: brother is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it ain't no need to bring it up. And that, you know, the Bible says uh, we should not be unequal to yoked. I think he's not talking about just in marriage. Mm. You got to watch out who your friends are. When you talk about being, he's talking about the marriage. But I think we need to watch out who we hang with, too. It's good to have friends and associates you kicking with every now and then. But I mean, if if a seller is my best friend, every now and then I'm going to go do some stuff he's doing. But if my my best friend is somebody that's saved, now we can look out for each other. Because on the day when I feel like tripping out, I got a friend in Nah, man, don't do that. Then He feel like tripping out. He got somebody to say, Nah, man, you know that ain't that ain't God. Then whatever. This this why we should be hanging together, like as none. as godly men. We should be fellowshiping together. We've all. That, nah, I ain't saying we got to cut out because you know someone we grew up with. They in the same bathroom, want to sleep in the same bed. I'm not even complaining no kind of way. that we cut people in our life loose, but you got to realize the whole mentality is different. Well, you know that now. You know that now being saved. Mm-hmm. You got friends you tight with. Might even kick it every now and then. But every day? But every okay. every weekend then you going and hang out. No, nah, bro. You finna go get into some stuff I can't do no more.
4: <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, all right. Amen. Verse 18. He says, Verily
0: I say unto you, whosoever shall bind on earth, uh whatsoever, I'm sorry whatsoever shall be bound on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever shall be loosed on earth shall be loosed in heaven and i always like to point out the way that this is written in the english language it seems as though he's given uh earth the the primary authority but jesus addressed this in uh what we call the lord's prayer but actually it's the disciples prayer in uh in your favorite scripture. uh matthew chapter uh matthew chapter 6. yeah and, and and i caution us about this all the time uh that will be done on earth as it is in heaven ah, on the brakes do we really really want that do we really want the what's being done in heaven to be done on earth we got to cut out a lot of stuff that we do it and we really do Thy will be done on earth as it is being done
4: in heaven. It's just stuff so we just getting away nah. with. <laughs>
0: huh?
4: It's just some stuff down here we getting away with. Well, we ain't going to get away with it once. Each Etern-
0: of us. Yeah. Well, in our prayer. I mean, every time we pray mm-hmm. that. we uh, will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. We can pray that prayer right now. Well, when you open your eyes, you got to ask yourself, why did I really mean that? Cause now you got to do self evaluation. What is it that you doing that you know ain't being
4: losing mm-hmm. in heaven?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Amen.
0: Amen. They got some stuff we have to cut out.
4: Amen.
0: So let me let, let let me finish it. Nineteen. And again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth as touching anything, that they shall ask. It shall be done for them. Why? Because it's already used to heaven. We got to learn how to pray more specific. Now, I was telling somebody this just the other day. You know where we come from. We, we was really uh, leaps and bounds ahead of some teaching. Because pastor was already teaching us about praying specific. It's good to say, it's good to say, Lord, heal me. But it's better to say, Lord, heal my back, if that's where the problem is at. Learn how to pray specifically. Now, in our prayer times together on the prayer line, sometimes we pray generally. Uh, And we talked about this a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, Sister Spritters brought out the fact well, you know, sometimes people don't say what's specifically going on because they don't want all the attention or they don't want that. One thing that I want y'all to understand is all prayer is to God. All prayer is to God. Well, now you're dealing with a trust issue. Do I even trust trust my spiritual leaders enough to say this? There's a whole lot of reasons we're not getting prayed for specifically. And some of the reasons we're not getting healed is because we're not actually being prayed for specifically. Lord, heal me. But but you got a pounding migraine, and you just say generally, Lord heal. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's not that he don't know, it. but he says what? All, although he know what we have need of, sometimes he likes for what?
4: Because the next point.
0: So let's learn how to pray a little bit more specifically. Uh, we we before COVID we had individual prayer teams. COVID kind of made us. Bring the prayer teams to one to one hub. But you know, it, it may be prudent that we go back to individual prayer teams because there was some stuff that we could tell each other and say and pray for that we might not want to say to the whole prayer line. So sometimes those smaller prayer teams may have been better because you are able to open up and be more honest with maybe one or two prayer partners than with a whole line full of people. Because some days when everybody on, we could very well have eight to ten people on that line, and I'm talking about on our line in the morning now, uh, uh, on the prayer line on Monday, Wednesday, Friday evenings with Dr. Anderson, them you know, we could have anywhere from 80 to 90 people on that prayer line sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I understand, like like you brought up a few weeks ago, I understand not feeling comfortable, 80, 90 people, 70 percent of you don't even know. <laughs> So it, it, that might be something we want to talk about. Let, let's, let's maybe go back down to the smaller prayer groups because it, it was COVID really that made us jump in those big uh, group prayer lines. Let me get back down the back and then I'm gonna come get you. Yes, sir. So if we look at everything that's being said right here, start off with this thing, we're talking about
1: the brother that said, You're go to it. And if that don't work, every battle be established by the mouth of the witnesses. So he tells you that, and then he tells you whatever you find on earth is what you find in heaven. Mm-hmm. Now 1 Corinthians chapter 6 talking about what? You don't have to take the dispute about matters uh, to, to the court, that's with right. Each other. But that's don't right. you know that you're going to be judging the angels? Mm-hmm. Now where are you going to be judging the angels at? In, yeah. in heaven. So if, you could, if you're going to be judging the angels in heaven, what makes you think you can't make the judgment on earth? Because so it is in heaven and so it is on earth. So, you're going to be making judgment in heaven. What makes you think you can't make judgment in earth? So, what he's telling them right here is when you gather by the mouth of two or three witnesses against your brother, if you take your petition
3: to heaven by the matter of two or three witnesses, if, if, if two or
1: three witnesses work on earth, what do you think two or three witnesses don't do when you ask to fall in heaven? <laughs> Whatever you ask for on earth, it shall be moved to you in heaven. Whatever you bind in heaven, It shall be loud on earth. Because if you can make any judgments on earth, you can make any judgments in heaven. If two or three witnesses do it on earth, two or three witnesses to show good with the fall. Well, first of all, the
0: circumstance has to fit heaven. See, what is really, uh, what it's saying is what you're saying. But what if the three, the two or three witnesses out to get the one? Heaven ain't gonna agree with that.
1: Well it's like you say, with first, it's funny how it's all go together. 1 Corinthians chapter 5. The brother sleeping with his father's wife. They kick him out of the church. But what happens in the next chapter? They restored him. So when they kick him out, by him out for two or three witnesses. Now you made that earthly petition against this brother and kicked him out of church. Now we know for a fact we don't pray for him. Now two or three weaknesses in heaven that brought this brother into repentance. Boom, and now he come back. So now what is bound on earth is bound in heaven. What is, what is loosed in heaven it's loose on earth but now you've got that righteousness righteously right. is the word though and right but then what we was just reading about the lost sheep when one is lost now the brother in first Corinthians chapter five that slept with his neighbor with his, his father wife was he lost yeah. now when he's lost the ninety-nine is still in the church but what happened in the next chapter when you say he come back right. what happened when we were doing the to one so that's there's a couple of whole thing coming together
0: right, right. right. And the thing I think he's trying to avoid to make sure that we're judging righteousness in, in the culture we're living in right now, it'll be easy, I mean, if, 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 if we don't have that kind of church. But now, how many raise your hand if this scenario, if you heard this scenario before. The members didn't want to pass it out no more, so they got together and voted him out. <laughs> that ain't going to be loose heaven But it showed being loose on earth because he gone. So when we judge, what the implication is we gotta judge righteously. Then it can be loosed in heaven. And our judgment is right, you see what
1: exactly right, the Old Testament reference go back to Deuteronomy chapter 19, look exactly what Deuteronomy 19 was saying. Yeah. You gotta judge righteously. That's why one person can't come and establish a reality, because if he's a false witness, we're gonna do whatever he was trying to do to his brother by judging falsely and unrighteously. We're gonna do to him. Look like no, all, all coming together.
0: A better example is the two girls who bought that baby to uh to Solomon. To King Solomon. Yup. See, King Solomon knew how to figure that out. He said, okay, well, we'll just cut the baby in half and give y'all both a piece. The real mama was like, oh no! Mm-hmm. The one that went that went baby, she was she didn't care if they cut him in half. So we just have to make sure picking leadership to me is very important in the church. I don't I don't like the idea of something happening to me, and we got to go on a search for a pastor. You don't even know this guy, or or lady for that matter. They filled out application. How many people lie on their resume?
3: How
0: many people? How many people put on airs in the in the interview? Act like something ain't not the interview. But watch this. If something happened to me today, they already know all. They know what you going to do, they know what you're going to do, and they know what you're going to do. We ain't got
2: no vote and pick nobody. Let me get up. And I, I see you, exactly. This
0: was on the, uh, the topic of our
2: uh, about prayer. And, uh, for the most part, when we pray in the morning, we, I think we pray general because of the lack of, of time. You know, if, I know I can speak for me personally. Mm. When I pray specifically, I pray in my prayer but pray general when we pray as a group. Right. Because I, you know, it's like lately, I mean, I can sing, I think I had, like, five in lost somebody, they kind of sister or mother. I can't sit there and name all these people. Right. Not, not, not to mention the other people that I know who lost loved ones lately. So pray, pray general in the morning, like, for those who lost love, loved ones, love, love, you know, the yeah. Yeah. community songs. family, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I think for time constraint, for the most part, when we pray in the morning, it's for time to train, you know, just to keep the time down, we don't, mention all the secrets, all the designs, right. you know, all of them. You we know, don't mention all names. Mm-hmm. You we know, don't kind of put it generally. But you know, for, for, for the back of China, you know, a lot of times I'm at right. work, you can at work and put it on That's saying? right. <laughs> Amen. Amen.
0: Yes, sir. I
1: thought you didn't even say it. When we were talking about judgments, when he said we don't judge angels, the difference is the flesh and spirit. Good, right? Good,
0: right? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a heavenly judgment. That's going to be all... Uh, so you can't really compare. You that's Any judgments on earth. You can't really compare, right? Well, just loosening. Just the loosening and binding is what we was trying to The point is, make sure whatever you loose on earth or bind on earth, it has already... And that's a word we need to put in there. It has already been authorized in heaven. It's not like we're bringing stuff to heaven that heaven don't know about. Sho can't have that mindset. So whatever is already established in heaven, because watch this. What really is earth supposed to be? What is earth really was intended to be? A replica of heaven. Everything that was done in heaven, that's why when we got to the garden, we see the tree of life. When we get to Revelation, what are we going to see? The tree Tree of life. life. Basically, everything from the beginning is just what he's trying to get us to in the end. So all the loosening and binding, we just have to make sure that we judge him righteously. Leadership in the church is very important. A lot of things that's going on in the church today has been so watered down that we don't even really watch this. When he said go pick a deacon, and he said it about a deacon, but I'm gonna use it for any officer. He said go out among you, go in the congregation and pick men that you know. Amen. Because. That's how you know the person's morals. That's how you know the, per- the person's ethics. You know what a person is going to do in a certain situation. I know y'all not thieves. I know you're not sleeping with the children. Now I get a new guy coming here from New York. Well, I want to say New York, I ain't want to offend nobody. But from another place. I don't know this brother. I can call I can call for references. But don't you know when you call for references, the person who you it on already told the person they're going to be calling you for a reference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the church has to be ran on such a, a high moral standard. And that's just what we've lost in the church so much of. It's so much we've allowed to come in. And we've messed with the morals and the ethics of God's church. Now I'm not i I'm not insinuating in no kind of way that one individual is perfect, and once again, that's why he said you let it be brought by two or three witnesses. Because if I'm mad at somebody I want to get rid of them, that don't mean all, all y'all mad mm-hmm. And what what God has given us here at Savarez one advantage that sometimes it's a disadvantage is we know each other. And y'all know me well enough to say, Pastor, come on, they ain't tripping on this. No, nah, they ain't they, ain't, you know, they ain't the way that we should know. And that's why you're in leadership. You're in leadership just for that reason. I didn't put yes, men in leadership. I hope. Yes, sir. The
1: fight was amazing. When we look at this whole concept of so it is on earth, so it is on heaven, when you look at Job, the judgment to to test Job. The judgment was made in heaven,
0: right? To test who? To test Job. Oh, Job, yeah, yeah. The
1: judgment was made in heaven, then it was manifested on earth, right? When you look at Kings, when the uh, when the with the lion spirit, with the, with the uh, angel that came to be the lion spirit, mm-hmm. that was a heavenly judgment, right? It manifested on earth mm-hmm. <laughs> you with know, the Tower of Babel, the uh, the heavenly council. Hey, let's uh, let that's a heavenly judgment. Manifested on the earth. When you look at Revelation
0: chapter 12. Well, of course, it's vice versa. You're talking about God now coming down to do things as opposed to a man making a judgment and affecting in heaven. See, those examples you gave, that's heaven saying, whoa, let's go adjust that. But men, human beings, cannot dictate what's going on in heaven. We can't. Maybe I'm misunderstanding what you're saying. But for us to for us to imply that just because we want something to be done on heaven, uh on earth, we pray for it heaven got to manifest it. No, it
1: has to be, it has to be a righteous judgment according to, to the law, statutes, and commandments of God, not uh, um, I declare and decree, I'm gonna get a call. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about all things pertaining to the kingdom of God. I'm not talking about
4: material you know, stuff.
1: stuff. I don't yeah. have no money, but I want to go back shoes. Right.
0: That ain't the way that goes. talk about all things concerning the will of God and the king But that's how the church got people thinking it go these days. Right. right you know, cl- naming and claiming it. And, you know, we got all this new type of theology going on. But what has already been established in heaven, remember because here we talk about original intent. Amen. Whatever is established in heaven, God's original, original intent, that's what he wants to happen on the earth. Mm-hmm. And our job yeah, is the... to make sure that it does. So when we say things like, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven,